Hey there, I'm Becky and welcome to the Literary Escapes podcast. Today on the podcast, we are going to take some literary escapes. I've got several books for you, so buckle up and don't worry about packing your bags. I've got you covered. Welcome to another edition of the Literary Escapes podcast. Today, I am taking you to the Outer Banks of North Carolina. If you have never been there, I highly recommend it. I have for you 11 books today that I want to share with you that are all set on that outer strip of islands that hug the North Carolina coast. So let's jump right in. My first book is called Summer Rental by Mary Kay Andrews. Mary Kay Andrews has a whole lot of books that are set along the eastern coast, southern eastern coast, um, Savannah, South Carolina, North Carolina. And so this one, Summer Rental, is set in the Outer Banks on Nags Head. So here's a little blurb about it. Ellis, Julia, and Dory, best friends since Catholic school, Catholic grade school, they now find themselves in their mid-30s at the crosswords of life and love. Ellis, recently fired from a job she gave everything to, is rudderless and now beginning to question the choices that she's made over the past decade. Julia, whose caustic wit covers up her wounds, has a man who loves her and is offering her the world, but she can't hide from how deeply insecure she feels about her looks, her brains, and her life. And then there's Dory, who has just been shockingly betrayed by the man she loved and trusted the most in the world. So this is just the tip of the iceberg of her problems and secrets. A month in the Outer Banks is just what they all need. So this book is a lot of fun. There's mystery, there's a stranger that joins the party, and in the end, there's even murder. So if you'd like to have a good story about friendship, about choices, about all the different things that happen in life, check out Mary Kay Andrews' Summer Rental. My second book, this one is by Anne Rivers Siddons, and it is called Outer Banks. It is general women's fiction. I'm not sure why there's a differentiation between women's fiction and just fiction, but there you have it. So this one is just fiction, we'll say contemporary fiction, maybe. It is set in the 1960s in Nags Head again. And Nags Head, if you've never been to the Outer Banks, if you go from I-95 straight across 64, Highway 64, it ends right at the Atlantic Ocean. And that town right there is Nags Head. From there, you can either go north on Highway 12 or south on Highway 12. And those, that Highway 12 will take you along the Outer Banks. But Nags Head is right there at the uh, crossroads of 64 and 12. So this story called Outer Banks is set in Nags Head in the 1960s. And so here's the little blurb on this one. In the uncertain 60s, four young women came together as sorority sisters on a Southern campus. Elegant Kate, Sensitive and sensible Cece, sexy, vibrant, and richer than sin ginger, and poor, hopeless, brilliant fig. At Nags Head, North Carolina, over the course of two idyllic spring breaks, 
their bonds of friendship were strengthened into something rare and powerfully binding. Now, 30 years later, they are returning to the isolated strip of barrier islands, hoping to recapture what had been lost. The love, the enthusiasm, the passion, and to finally understand what pulled them apart and cast them adrift. So this is another one set in Nags Head by Anne Rivers Siddons, and it's called the Out it's just called Outer Banks. The next one is a historical mystery. It is by Diane Ducharme, and I hope I'm saying that last name right. It is called The Outer Banks House. If you like historical fictions, this one you will enjoy. It is set in 1868. Here's the little blurb on this one. In 1868, on the barren shores of post-war Outer Banks, North Carolina, the once wealthy Sinclair family moves for the summer to one of the first cottages on the ocean side of the re resort village of Nags Head. 17-year-old Abigail is beautiful, book smart, but sheltered by her plantation life and hemmed in by her emotionally distant family. To make good use of her time, she is encouraged by her family to teach her father's fishing guide, the good-natured but penniless Benjamin Wimble, how to read and write, and in a twist of fate unforeseen by anyone around them. There on the porch of the cottage, the two come to love each other deeply and to understand each other in a way that no one else does. But when against everything he claims to represent, Ben becomes entangled in Abby's father's Ku Klux Klan were terrible tragedy and surprising revelations that one hot Outer Banks night brings forth, threatens, tear them apart forever. So this one is a good historical mystery set in Ag's head again on the Outer Banks of North Carolina. And yeah, so this one sounds like a really good one. The Outer Banks House by Diane Ducharme. The next one is a contemporary fiction, and it is called Beachcomber by Karen Robards. This one, here's the little blurb on it. This one is in Ocracoke Island, and the Ocracoke Island is further south. It's down at the very end. And so here's the little blurb on this one. Christy Petrino hadn't planned on a vacation on Ocracoke Island. But she, when she learns her fiancé and boss, suave Michael De Palma, is a quote-unquote made man, and the Philadelphia law firm where she works is a front for the mob, she breaks her engagement and quits her job. But no one walks away from the De Palma family business so easily. Only if she delivers a locked briefcase to a motel on Ocracoke Island will she and her mothers and sisters be free. But after clandestinely making her drop off late at night, Christy suspects she's being followed on the moonlit beach and unwittingly runs into a new kind of terror. Now a witness at the center of a homicide investigation, Christy learns the police are hunting a serial killer they refer to as the beachcomber because beautiful young women, women who in fact resemble her, have disappeared recently while vacationing at nearby beach communities. Christy doesn't know whom to fear, a serial killer who believes she might be able to identify him or the De Palma family, tentacles she can't seem to escape. Only when she's with Luke Rand, her big surfer dude next door neighbor, 
Does she feel safe? But with Luke asking so many questions about her ex-fiance and showing up almost too conveniently whenever danger strikes, she can't help but wonder if his interest in her is due to more than sexual attraction. That sounds like a really good one. Set down in Ocracoke Island. It is called Beachcomber by Karen Robards. Next up, I have a, another mystery. This one is a cozy mystery by Ava Gates. It is called By Book or By Crook. It is the first in the Lighthouse Library series. And I think there's nine in the series at the time of recording this. It is set in the Bodie Island Lighthouse, which is real, but it's not really a library, which is a shame because it sounds like it would be completely lovely. But if you enjoy libraries, mysteries, cozy mysteries specifically, this is definitely the series for you. So here's the blurb on this first one in the series. For 10 years, Lucy has enjoyed her job poring over rare tomes of literature for the Harvard Library, but she has not enjoyed the demands of her family's social whirl and her sort of engagement to the staid son of her father's law partner. But when her 10-year relationship implodes, Lucy realizes that the plot of her life is in need of a serious rewrite. Calling on her Aunt Ellen, Lucy hopes that a little fun in the Outer Banks sun and some confections from her cousin Josie's bakery will help clear her head. But her retreat quickly turns into an unexpected opportunity when Aunt Ellen gets her involved in the lighthouse library tucked away on Bodie Island. Lucy is thrilled to land a library job, favorite place in the world. But when a priceless first edition Jane Austen novel is stolen and the chair of the library board is murdered, Lucy suddenly finds herself snared in a real life mystery. Not so sure there's going to be a happy ending. So if you're in for a good series of cozy mysteries, this is the Lighthouse Library Mystery Series by Ava Gates. And the first one is called By Book or By Crook. You'll definitely want to check that one out. The next one is by Nicholas Sparks. He also has several books set in the Outer Banks area, the North Carolina coastal area. The one that I chose for today, there's, like I said, there's several of them, but the one that I chose for our purposes today is Nights in Rodan. And again, by Nicholas Sparks. This one is a contemporary fiction. And here's the little blurb on this one. Adrian Willis is 45, has been divorced for three years, abandoned by her husband for a younger woman. The trials of raising her teenage children and caring for her sick father have worn her down. But at the request of a friend and in hopes of respite, she's gone to the coastal village of Rodamp in North Carolina to tend the local inn for the weekend. With a major storm brewing, the time away doesn't look promising until a guest named Paul Flanner arrives. At 54, Paul is a successful surgeon, but in the previous six months, his life has unraveled into something he doesn't recognize. Estranged from his son and recently divorced, he sold his practice and his home and his journey to this isolated town in hopes of closing a painful chapter in his past. Adrian and Paul come together as the storm brews over, the, over Rodan. But what begins between them over the weekend will resonate throughout the rest of their lives. Intertwining past and future, love and loss. So if you're ready for a good Nicholas Sparks book, this one will take you to Rodan. 
on the Outer Banks. Nights in Rodamp by Nicholas Sparks. So my next choice is number seven. This is a Christian fiction and it is by Lisa Wingate and it is called The Prayer Box. So here's the blurb for this one. When Iola Ann Poole, an old timer on Hatteras Island, passes away in her bed at 91, the struggling young mother in the rental cottage, Andy Joe Reese, finds herself charged with the task of cleaning out Iola's rambling Victoria house. Running from a messy, dangerous past, Tandy never expects to find more than a temporary hiding place within Iola's walls. But everything changes with the discovery of 81 carefully decorated prayer boxes, one for each year spanning from Iola's youth to her last days. Hidden in the boxes is the story of a lifetime, written on random bits of paper, the hopes and wishes, fears and thoughts of an unassuming but complex woman passing through the seasons of an extraordinary unsung life filled with journeys of faith, observations on love, and one final lesson that could change everything for Tandy. This one sounds like a really good one set on Hatteras Island. And Hatteras Island is down on the bottom of Highway 12, a lovely place to visit. It's not quite as busy as maybe uh, Nags Head. It's more beach town. So if you'd like a really good contemporary Christian fiction book, The Prayer Box by Lisa Wingate sounds like a really wonderful story. My next one, number eight, a book set in the Outer Banks of North Carolina, is called The Liar's Child. It's by Carla Buckley. This one is kind of a psychological mystery fiction book. So here's the blurb. On the outskirts of North Carolina's Outer Banks sits the paradise, an apartment complex where renters never stay long enough to call the place home, and neighbors are seldom neighborly. It's ideal for Sarah Lennox, who moved there to escape a complicated past and rebuild a new life for herself under the radar. But Sarah cannot help notice the family next door, especially 12-year-old Cassie and 5-year-old Boone. She hears rumors and whispers of a recent tragedy slowly tearing them apart. When a raging storm threatens to slam the coastal community, Sarah makes a quick, bold decision rescue Cassie and Boone from the storm and their broken home without telling a soul. But this seemingly noble act is not without consequences, some lethal. So that sounds like a really good one. It is called The Liar's Child by Carla Buckley. My next one is definitely less known. It is by an author named B.J. Mountford, and it is an adventure mystery type book called Seaborn Women. It's a um, series, I think, of three. And so here's the blurb of this one. All Bert wanted was sun, sea, and isolation. So she volunteered as a summer caretaker on an uninhabited barrier island. What she got was overly helpful park rangers and fishermen, an island leaking artifacts and colonial history from its salt marshes, and bodies both old and new. One welcome interruption was Hunter O'Hagan, park ranger. Like Scheherazade of old, the younger man spins out the legend of Jerusha O'Hagan, a seaborne woman and distant relative whose spirit still guides sailors in trouble. 
Bert is fascinated as she too was born at sea. Then a hurricane threatens. Evacuation attempts by the park and hunter are foiled by strange fogs and bizarre setbacks. Is a killer stalking the island or is it the ghost of a long dead woman? Bert discovers the answers as she fights for her life amidst the rapidly rising wind and water. So if you'd like a good adventure set on one of the barrier islands here in the Outer Banks, this one is called Seaborn Women by B.J. Mountford. That was number nine in my list of books in the Outer Banks. My next one is also down in Ocracoke. This one is by Jackie Coleman. It is called A Summer in Ocracoke. The blurb on this one, it says, it had been 17 years since Tara Martin had been to Ocracoke, North Carolina. It was easy to remember how long it had been. It was the last vacation she had taken with her father. They had spent two glorious weeks at her grandmother's cottage that July. After her father drowned that fall, the thought of being on a tiny strip of sand in the Atlantic terrified her and she never set foot on Ocracoke again until today. Within hours of arriving, Tara discovers puzzling clues from her grandmother's life. With each new clue more confusing than the last, she's wondering how well she really knew the woman who raised her, despite her promise to stay the entire summer. Plans are to leave Ocracoke as soon as her grandmother's cottage is ready to sell. Then she meets Larry Taylor, a handsome local contractor who came to Ocracoke a few years before to escape his own demons and found life on the isolated island, a soothing balm to his fractured soul. Finally at peace, Larry patiently pursues a reluctant Tara. Plagued by insecurities and self-doubt, Tara slowly allows Larry into the recesses of her heart, second-guessing and questioning his motives as well as her own every step of the way but it's the unraveling of the mysteries surrounding her grandmother that leave her heart reeling. So that sounds like another really good one. This one's set on Ocracoke, North Carolina, one of the Outer Bank Islands. This one is A Summer in Ocracoke by Jackie Coleman. So my last book is not specifically set in in the Outer Banks. It is on the coast of North Carolina, though. So this one is a romantic comedy set in a fictitious coastal North Carolina town, and it is by, it is called A Spot of Trouble by Terry Wilson. This is our book of the month for October for the Literary Escape Society. So if you enjoy a good romantic comedy, this one will, you'll enjoy it thoroughly. It is a bit of a 101 Dalmatians remake, and there are Dalmatians in it, and they are adorable. So here's the little blurb on this one. A grumpy firefighter who thinks his way is the only way. A bubbly cupcake vendor who thinks her pup can do no wrong. Adorable Dalmatians who swap places and the chaos ensues. Violet March and Sam Nash are as different as night and day and have been enemies ever since Violet accused Sam of dog napping her beloved Dalmatian. Sam knows that would never happen. His well-trained fire safety demonstration dog never stepped up the line. 
whereas Violet's problematic pooch has never met a command she didn't completely ignore, much like her bubbly owner. So when Sprinkles and Cinder accidentally switch places during the annual police versus fireman softball tournament, Violet is thrilled by her dog's sudden perfect behavior, while stubborn yet charming Sam is horrified to find that his dog no longer listens. But when they eventually realize and switch their dogs back, Sam and Violet are shocked to find that not everything is as simple as it seems. And a little puppy love might be just the thing that they've been missing. So if you're ready for a fun, completely adorable romantic comedy, this Enemies to Lover book is uh, A Spot of Trouble by Terry Wilson. So there you have it my escapes for you to the Outer Banks of North Carolina. I hope that you will join me as we head to the Outer Banks this month. We are in the Literary Escape Book Club. We are headed there for the whole month of October. And we are reading A Spot of Trouble by Terry Wilson. And the first book I mentioned, Summer Rental by Mary Kay Andrews. I'd love to have you join us. You can find us over on Facebook called The Literary Escape Book Club and I'd love to have you. So thanks for joining me today, and I hope you have a fabulous literary escape to the Outer Banks. Thanks for joining me today. If you enjoy books that take you on a literary escape, come join us over in my Facebook group, The Literary Escape Book Club. We'd love to have you. Come read with us. Information is in the show notes. Thanks for joining me today.